0: Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Welcome to Optimize Your Body, and thank you for tuning in to episode 24. Um, and with no further ado, I have my guest here, Mickey Parker, who I met really properly for the first time at the uh, Sydney Fitness Show. Mm -hmm. We are both uh, ambassadors for Muscle Republic, the clothing brand. Uh, So, yeah, welcome to the show, Mickey. How are you doing today?
1: Thank you, Martin. Yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm very excited.
0: Good, good. That's great to have you on. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to kind of um, just pick your brains, and I think you're going to appeal to a lot of my female listeners and stuff because, uh, you know, you keep yourself in shape all year rounds, and um, obviously, you know, You've done some F forty five in the past as well, I know. Yeah. But you also lift weights here, mm-hmm. and uh, I just wanted to find out a little bit more about like your journey and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, yeah, just wh- whatever knowledge bombs you can you can share with the uh, with the audience, really. So yeah, so we were just talking off air then. You were saying about your um, yeah your fitness journey, and uh, if you can just yeah how, how yeah. Did you how long have you been training and whatnot?
1: Awesome. Okay, so um, my fitness journey started probably at the very end of high school. Um, That's when I started really training properly. I mean, I've always been... active like playing sports like I did um, Taekwondo, touch football, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've always been a pretty active kid but then growing up I really started to get into health and fitness um, into the gym and really explore different types of training Mm -hmm. Um, so I started off in group classes like most people do like your Les Mills and Mm -hmm. that type of thing Um, then kind of eventually found my feet in um, F45 so I actually was working in a law firm back at that time and I was going there more of like a release like a stress release and that type of thing there was a lot of different reasons for me starting out at F45 Um, but eventually I changed from the law side of things into the fitness industry to follow my passion um, and yeah, I've been training for about five to six years, um, and which has then increased into doing weights and then doing a fitness competition. So
0: awesome. oh, I didn't know you did a fitness competition. Yeah, oh, I did right. it last
1: year. So it's been um, a pretty long journey, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, but yeah, I feel like I really have explored like a lot of different avenues mm-hmm. um, because I do like an all-round fitness approach. Like it's not just one thing that I really enjoy. I like yeah. the whole. Yeah.
0: Of course, yeah. Thing. And you mentioned the F45 then because my recent episode was based on like high intensity training and crossfit and f45 and whatnot and how you know I'm not I'm not a huge fan to be honest in terms of like doing it long term yes um but yeah I was just going to see if you could um give a bit more insight into your experience with F4, if you can quickly explain what F45 is to the audience and just um, yep. because you were doing that for a while and you were teaching it at quite a high level and yes. stuff like that as yep. well uh, and I've noticed obviously you've always lifted weights on top of that as well yes. right? Yes, yeah. yeah so you, what is it exactly and how was your experience with it?
1: Alright so F45 is functional style training, it's high intensity or circuit style training mm-hmm. so all of the classes are 45 minutes um, and there's about 27 30 odd people per class um, all of the exercises are up on the screen so it's like a really simple um, module to kind of follow mm-hmm. um, and all of the sessions are to time so there is more cardio based and weights based workouts Um, and yeah, what you do is you really just come in. It's really good for beginners as well because you get taught, um, like what different exercises are. And I know that that's definitely a benefit for some because going into a gym, um, can be very confronting and a little bit scary as well. Um, and then a lot of people would come in and wouldn't know what to do. Um, and then kind of would just maybe walk on the treadmill and then leave type Mm -hmm. thing. So, um, I forty five is really great, um, and I obviously I worked there for two and a half, three years. I actually managed um, an F45 as well. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, so in Koji, So I absolutely love it. Um, but, um, yeah, same as you, I suppose. I do think that there's time and a place for it, yep. but I also am a massive advocate of weight training. Yeah. And like you mentioned, I do and have always done both of them together, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really important, especially as you're progressing. Mm. Um, but I do believe that F45 is really good for the all-round general population yep. um, to get people moving and active. And it's also yeah. a really good community as well to meet people and that type
0: of thing. As sure, well. yeah. yeah. And you were saying then about you doing like the both together. We yes. were saying. You're only 23 years old, right? So yes. I think, like, yeah, I mean, obviously you've got to the point now where you probably, I don't know, you've, you've veered away from it for whatever reason. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're primarily just lifting weights now. Is that right? Well, what, what about Correct. cardiovascular stuff? Because I always have this debate with people, and I try to educate people who listen about how important weightlifting is in terms of everything, really, longevity, bone density, but also how you look, Uh, and then obviously moving enough Mm -hmm. uh, is, I think, more important than just cardio as such, you know, your your, your tall daily movement or whatever and yeah. just walking and, exactly. and burning enough calories on a day to day basis. But yeah. do you do any like cardio at the moment? Do you still do F forty five a bit here and there on top of weights or
1: honestly I don't. Um I've got a bit of funny knees if I'm being completely honest with you. Yeah. So I've got a bit of knee injuries going on. So I try I'm trying to steer away from that type of impact with cardio. Yeah.
0: what's that cause from them? The
1: um so it's just for muscle tightness but it's mm. also um just the way that my knee's structured as okay. well.
0: So You had that, like, when you were younger as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it's just, um, it gets worse when, like, I'm really tired or anything. I see what you mean, Through my muscles. Yeah, so I'm still kind of going through the process of um, what exactly it is and how to fix it. So, Yeah. yeah, so... Who knows with that? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I am a massive advocate for weight training. Um, but exactly the same as what you said, all-round fitness is in like moving, um, moving often, yes. and I still do think it is important to have your cardiovascular health. Um, but the problem is, I think that not enough people, um, especially women, realise the benefits of weightlifting, um, especially for longevity um, and all those types of things, bone density, everything mm-hmm. that you mentioned. But also your aesthetics and how achieving your goals like there's mm. still this massive thing that people think if you're going to lose, uh, lift weights you're going to get bulky mm-hmm. um which is just definitely not the case it's yeah. not possible that's silly i
0: know i have this conversation uh, with females all the time
1: it's yeah. frustrating but i think what i've realized it's good
0: to hear that come from you that's yeah, so soothing thank the, you for that in the health and fitness See, industry listen to this woman she knows what she's talking about
1: what i've realized is it's a lot to do with mindset and i think that's the main thing um that I find in being an online coach. It actually comes all back to your mindset um, and how you're really understanding um, like what training is gonna get you what results and Mm -hmm. why you're doing what. Um, And it's kind of just letting go of all those, like all that false information and just trusting um, the science and everything and Mm -hmm. giving it a crack. So it's really just, comes back to what I think is a um, journey that you've got to take yourself to really discover what's going to work for you as well. Yeah. Um, like some people absolutely love um, like going for a massive run and stuff, and they find that really invigorating. Like go for it. Like I'm mm. not saying that that's yeah. If
0: you enjoy it. Yeah. If yeah you enjoy definitely.
1: it, Any type of movement is overall obviously going to be great. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's really important where I come in. I'm trying to show people the importance of weight training, mm. um, which I think is yeah. Probably
0: the main reason I got stuck into uh, health and fitness in my journey too. Great, awesome. Um, and you mentioned then a very important point. You mentioned about um, the why, and um, you know why are why do you want to achieve these goals? For example, mm-hmm. I think is a is a very important thing for people mm-hmm. to um, take note of. In it is like what are the main reasons behind why you're doing it? Yes. Because like for example, when people are looking to get in shape, you know they look at kind of um, Instagram models or whatever it is, and they look at people uh, online and they kind of compare themselves to them as well which is a bad thing Um, but also it's like um you know they want to they want to be in shape but they don't really it's normally stem from what i've gathered anyway is normally stem from a lot of times like insecurities right so certain parts of your body you're not happy with or whatever that is Uh, it's not always a bad thing but what i find is like unless you know the reason why um getting in shape is not going to make you happy as such no. you see what I mean Yeah. so yeah definitely. you were just saying about addressing the why so you have clients like um, online and stuff right so you coach Correct. people yeah. yeah and you always I, I guess you coach a lot of people anyway with the uh, role you have with that 45 Yeah. and do you go deeper into it with these people like a little bit in terms of why and what
1: yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so it's all about um, creating smart goals um, which are generally all my clients generally their goal is aesthetic um, and I do like <laughs> (laughs) really delving into the why because that's really going to make or break um, I guess their motivating factor and like what, like exactly that, why they want to achieve these results Um, and like you said everyone has a why to or an underlying reason under everything that they do, really. Oh, absolutely. So um, I think that's really important. So, of course, yeah, I really delve into it. I do, like, um, a very extensive uh, questionnaire for all my online clients because I can't be with them in person mm. um, because I want to make sure that we're really addressing um, each individual because they're all going to have individual goals and um, outlooks and lifestyles and body types and that type of thing. I think that's really important uh, because a lot of people uh, just... everyone in the same type of group Um, especially with like females and like weight loss or this or that like there's Totally different opinions and views on everything. So I think everyone needs to be treated as an individual person mm-hmm. and a totally, yeah, a totally different um, yeah. ball game to the next as well.
0: Awesome, that was great. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, I've just got a, a few, a few, a few questions really for you. Um, just looking at my list now. <laughs> um, yeah, just going to say about like you know certain myths and stuff because yep. you know where as I keep saying on other podcasts, you know we live in an era where there's so much information available to us that it can become a bit overwhelming and there's so much, uh, excuse my friends, there's so much bullshit out there, right? that um, it's hard for people to siphon out um, you know the correct information the stuff that's actually going to benefit them like where did it
1: all come from there's so much it's so it's like it's pretty simple that's it and that's what I'm trying to like say like forget all these like fads like no carbs after five like Mm. all these different like fad diets like the keto and this and that like there's so many of them and it's so much simpler than that it's just coming back to um, making healthy right choices for you and finding what fits for your lifestyle like what I said it's um, a journey that you really need to go through yourself to figure yeah, sure. out what's best for your body. And no one knows yeah. your body better than yourself. So no,
0: that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just for example, there's, there's loads of myths out there like, um, you know, I was going to mention to you about skinny, you know, skinny or strong, right? So obviously, yeah. um, you're at a point now where you're lifting weights. That's your yes. passion anyway is weight lifting yeah. and, you know, looking after yourself essentially. But, um, yeah, being strong and building strength and obviously building muscle um, as a byproduct of that, is really important, right? So, whereas I don't know how long ago, maybe ten years ago, it was all about being skinny being or whatever, skinny. And yeah. healthy, though, right? That's basically yeah. what that is. Yeah. So now it's great to see the movement. Now uh, it's actually starting to yeah. uh, veer more towards health, which is what it's all about, right? Yeah. Which is so, great. so strength and stuff like that you find really important. Yeah. So do you yeah. actually do? Like, like lifting, Had you lift heavy weights? Yes. I saw yeah. you in the gym, actually. You do lift quite heavy weights. So
1: <laughs> I like to think I do, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I do, I do. And I find that um, really empowering. So the thing is, everyone comes with me, back to what I was saying, with aesthetic goals, but I always create a fitness or a strength goal with all of my clients. Because like what you said, if they're always focusing on the aesthetics, um, I find that people can never be happy type thing. And it can be really demotivating and stuff. And they need to realize that fitness is so much deeper than your outer shell and I think that's only something that you start realizing once you're actually in it and you're going through the motions like everyone will tell you and you'll be like yeah 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 that's fine because you look good or whatever yeah, yeah, course, yeah. but then once people get further into it they actually realize it's such an empowering thing um, to be getting stronger to be hitting your pbs to be achieving the goals that you set and I think that over time gives you such a feeling of determination and empowerment and all these things within yourself mm-hmm. and And that's what I love about health and fitness because Everyone starts off aesthetic, but I feel like you grow as a person through health and fitness. As cheesy as that sounds, No, that's true. But you totally do, and I just feel like you're constantly bettering yourself, not only aesthetically, but also like mentally and your capabilities and your Absolutely. drive as well.
0: Just as you mentioned earlier, isn't it? You know, with mindset, you know, exactly. having that determination, that self-discipline, exactly. Um, you know, but it's not all about that. You know, you always like it. Really gets under my skin a bit, where it's, 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 it seems so hard, doesn't it, to people? You know, if you mm. look at the average. I know like the bodybuilders and stuff I'm not, you know, obviously I was in that class at one point, but Mm. um, I'm not looking down on that, but there's a lot of kind of uh, certain people out there who are like, you know, it's a grind, it's a grind, you gotta work really hard and it's all blood, sweat, and tears and, you know, balls to wall kind of uh, training, you know, whereas it doesn't need to be like that, does it? You can mold it into a lifestyle if you just, like you said, if you cover the big rocks, right? So going a bit deeper into that, What would you say are the bit like, I don't know, three of the most important things when it comes to you coaching someone online? Um, They'll come to you and they want to get healthy, they want to look better, they want to feel better. Mm -hmm. What do you think, it doesn't have to be three things, but what do you think are the most important things? What would you say?
1: I think the most important thing is an open mindset. Yeah. Um, and to try, and this is probably the hardest thing to overcome, actually, and it's of course one of the most important, to try and overcome everything that you've heard from the media or from the fads and that type of thing, and just start um, implementing and start taking action on things, um, as well as also, I suppose, um, starting to really understand like it all goes back to understanding why they're doing what they're doing that's obviously really important too um
0: yeah yeah yeah, i was just gonna ask you about um yeah for example like you know sleep and uh, no that was great that was good because that was the kind of thing i was after the mental side of it but now (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna go a bit deeper again and go into the physical side of it yeah so um you know like obviously just i always say to people the basic things like sleep yeah, uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, like drinking water, that kind of stuff. Sorry, I should have, I should have said about this. Um, yeah, drinking water, you know, like eating the right foods and stuff, and how supplements are not really that, because everyone, again, looking at Instagram models or whatever, you know, supplements have their place, certain, yes. certain supplements. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, like a lot of people think I'm anti-supplements, but I'm just, really, I'm just anti-most supplements. There's yeah. some good ones out there, you just got to seek them out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just in terms yeah. of eating right and all that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly, and that's, yeah. what,
1: that's what I preach a hundred percent like mm-hmm. nothing will beat a good training and nutrition plan mm. so that will always come first mm. i actually just did a youtube video on this about oh, supplements great. and stuff which is great what's um, your youtube
0: channel just so they know
1: uh it's just mickey parker fitness.
0: yeah mickey parker <laughs> check her out
1: yeah so check that out um so i just actually did a youtube on this exact topic great and because i have a lot of people inboxing me about um fat burners and is this gonna like help me with my results yeah. and yes it does if you go and watch it it'll go into a lot more detail but nothing will beat a good training and nutrition program. Exactly. And it's really that simple like, there's no magic pill or anything like that. Those supplements can definitely assist once you've already got this consistency in place, but nothing will beat that. If you just do that, you will get the results. Like, mm. it's all about being consistent and persisting. And I think with my online clients, um, also, them being another one is just being honest and open. Mm. Like, if you do make a mistake, that's totally okay. Like, we're not perfect. I think a lot of people. People um, look at Instagram models or even look at um, myself and think that I never like muck up on my training program or my eating, or I'm just eating clean 24/7. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And I think that's a really bad mindset to have because it's just—it's um, not reality. And what we always say is progress over perfection because. If you're constantly aiming for this perfect, you're really never gonna be happy. No, You exactly. just need to be progressing and taking steps every single day and being proactive in achieving your goals. Exactly,
0: that was well said. Um, and that's great what you said there about um, perfection. Yes. Because naturally we're always striving for perfection, which does not exist. And as, as I've said before, like. I believe that imperfection is perfection, right? Because yeah. we're all different, we're all unique, and we all have these struggles. So I have the same thing as well. People look at me like, oh, it's okay for him. It's, it's easy. He's got willpower. And it's like, well, yeah. it's taking me a lot of time to work on that willpower. Willpower, yeah. you're not born with it. Yeah. Right? No. So you've got to work A on lot of people things.
1: always email me like, how do you get the motivation? Like, it's this thing that you can actually have. It's yeah. like, no, I don't always have motivation. Like yeah. the other day, I was like, oh, I really couldn't be bothered. That's it. But Constant it's about, battle, isn't it? yeah, and it's yeah. just about being disciplined and also. Also listening to your body like if you really really like don't have the energy to go um, like that is okay as well mm. so I'm all about like finding a balance and creating it as a lifestyle um, and it's just getting into routine and I think that's what keeps you going like it mm. just becomes something that you really enjoy Habit. Um, yeah and yeah. have it as well yeah exactly yeah
0: um, I was just gonna say something then about um, what you were saying about basically people the, the mindset and the discipline required and creating as a lifestyle and balance, right? So, um it's like you're always gonna get. It's, it's, it's always you're gonna get that voice. I call it the little bitch voice, right? <laughs> Where it's like, you know, don't go to the gym or don't do this or don't do that. You know, the comfort zone It's yeah. always. You know, you're uh, always a, a, lot. <laughs> a, a lot. Yeah, exactly. It's always again the ego is always trying to pull you into that comfortable place, right? Yeah. But obviously, you've got to push the boundaries to a certain extent and be yeah. a little bit uncomfortable. Like I don't want to go to the gym. You know, like you maybe you've had a long day at work. You sat home. Some, a lot of people have got office jobs as well, right? And yeah. they, you know, say for example, they want to go after work. They've got home. They should go first thing, by the way. Shouldn't they get up? Yeah, the way. that's
1: totally. Yeah, I used to work in a law firm, and like after a full like eight, nine, ten, who knows how many hour a day, because it can just keep dragging on. Yeah, exactly. It can be really easy to just push it aside, mm. and I'm that was one of my downfalls. And I was never a morning person. You know what? I became a morning person, that's and right, it changed yeah. my whole life. Like just get up that little bit earlier, and you honestly feel. I used to go to work, sit at my desk, have like my second coffee and just be really like tired and unmotivated, but then I changed it up, started gymming in the morning and I would feel so good all day, I was so productive and just in such a better mindset as Ab- well.
0: Absolutely, I'm exactly the same because I come from exactly the same background as you, but I've been doing this for a while now, I've been doing it for like 10 years, right? Mm. Um, but when I was like say nineteen, twenty, I first got into fitness and teaching by doing group classes and teaching yep. like boxer size circuits, spin. Uh, those kind of things. And I was the same thing. I was not a morning person at all, right? And then when I broke the habit, like years down the line, broke the habit, started getting like early clients, you know, I, I got more into one-to-one training. And then I just adapted and that's what happens, right? So I'm reading a really good book now. is called The Power of Habit. Okay. Um, it's really good, but apparently they've, they've done studies and roughly around 40% of the things we do are not actually decisions, they're habit. Yeah. So just as you were saying then, which was spot on, it's like, yeah, you, Okay, yeah, you might say no. You might think it's nothing. Oh, I'm not gonna go to the gym today. I'm not gonna go to the gym today. Three or four years go by, and it becomes a tipping point then, where you you, you could potentially be putting your health later down the line. You're gonna be putting your health at risk. You're not doing your health any favors. it's just it's just an example but once you break that those bad habits right we can form bad habits really easy but um once you start forming those good habits you adapt you get the consistency as you said and it's just literally doing those simple things and making those decisions consistently is and it really does progress really fast right
1: yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah, it's crazy and people think that you can't get results um like i've just i'm just doing a six-week online program at the moment um and that's something that i like showing people is they've only just done two weeks and they've already seen a Amazing results, and I think people won't follow like a plan or something because they think that it could take forever. But it literally doesn't take long. You can start seeing results so quickly if you're consistent and you just yeah trust the process and just really stay persistent with it.
0: Absolutely, and uh, I've actually just launched uh, today my 28 day challenge. Now I've always been kind of avoiding it because I always talk about long term. like 28 day challenge. Yes, yes, I I know the feeling. You know the feeling.
1: Yeah, I just did that with my six.
0: <laughs> really. But, but in yeah. that amount of time, as you just said then, which you just, um, you know, light bulb went off my head. It's like, it's so true that actually even within four weeks, 28 days, you can achieve a lot. Mm. And especially with your mindset of mm. forming good habits and, you know, providing it's a good plan, um, which, you know, obviously I have confidence that mine and yours are really good plans, uh, programs or whatever it is. And, as long as you're getting the right, you know, the right programming and stuff, if you're consistent with the simple things mm-hmm. by making healthier food choices and you're never gonna be hundred percent perfect, right? So okay. like I guess you obviously you have a life, yeah? And yeah. occasionally you like to go out and have, have maybe a cheat meal or whatever it is, have yep. eat some yeah. <laughs> I love maybe food. what about alcohol? Do you have a drink? Yes. Or, yeah, yes, exactly. Of course
1: I do. Um, a human being, see? Yeah, yeah. And I think she she a lot may, of people you may think, think she's I don't a machine,
0: <laughs> but she's a human. <laughs> yeah,
1: a lot of people think I don't drink and stuff, but I'm I'm a very balanced person. Um, I love travel and obviously I love, like, um, socialising with friends. Like, I'm never going to miss something like that because of... you know my passion for health and fitness because I've made it into a lifestyle, it just fits my lifestyle, like it's completely fine exactly. obviously when I was prepping, that's a bit of a different story
0: yeah, You're um, a show? yeah. talk, talk yeah. a little bit more about that, just to give people an insight yes, yeah. like so,
1: alright so, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to do a fitness competition for so many years, mm-hmm. um, but I never really felt like my mindset and my relationship with food was at the right stage until about four or five years into my training, which is oh. probably a good Thing because, um, yeah, obviously I struggled. Um, I haven't really gone into it, but I struggled a little bit as I was younger in high school with all the pressures with social media, all that type of thing.
0: Of course, yeah, because you're in that era, aren't you? So when you were in high school, you still had access to social media and stuff yeah. like, that, I'm, I'm, old. <laughs> I'm still at my age now, I'm 30s, and I didn't have that in school. So yeah, talk about that. A bit. So, I was talking so, about
1: this. Yeah, I suppose it was kind of only starting. I can assume it would be a lot harder now. Yeah. Um, so, of course, like, there's always a lot of pressure for you to look a certain way and that type of thing. And I suppose that's why I kind of got into it. But I've actually suffered with a lot of gut health issues from a young age. So yeah. probably when I was about 17, 18. And that's what put me off ever um, going into a fitness competition because I can get bloated like that. Like, I'll eat really clean, really healthy, whatever. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if there's something that doesn't agree with me. Like, my stomach will just, like, balloon. Yeah. And people-
0: your finger on what that is now sorry exactly in terms of like was it like dairy or gluten the usual things. so that?
1: yeah pretty much the usual things like they um definitely affect me um gluten intolerant so i don't eat any gluten i love dairy but i try not to eat it because i know it's not really the best yeah so um, small
0: amounts you're gonna have and you're okay yes i have like doing... small
1: amounts yeah i'm yeah. not lactose intolerant but oh, okay. like it oh, makes okay. my skin Sweet and me. stuff but yeah, it's yeah. more the gluten
0: yeah.
1: um and that type of thing so i've been eating completely gluten free for about four or five years now which oh, has okay. helped a lot um but yeah after like really delving into it they just ended up saying like IBS and my whole family's kind of like that Um, and we've really struggled with pinpointing it, we've seen specialists and doctors and tests and they haven't really been able to pinpoint mm. um, exactly what it is, which mm. is a bit frustrating. But um, what i found is when I am eating whole foods and um, stuff without preservatives and that mm. type of thing, I'm completely fine.
0: Cool. What about organic? Do you eat organic most of the time? Or do you um,
1: I try to eat organic, but,
0: no. yeah, not Just a case yeah. of enough vegetables in, in general. That's right, yeah. just yeah. cutting out the crap Exactly, fine and
1: trying not to eat, like, um, packaged food and stuff like that because that, like, really affects me as well. Just
0: it's great to have you saying that. See, I, mean, I knew it was a good idea. Yeah. Because I always (laughs) preach about this, but like we've all experienced it, and like it's just being aware of those things, right? Because um, a lot of people don't actually they're not actually connected to these things. Yes. So they don't realise that, oh you know, I get bloated, but I'll just live with it. You know, it's just one of those things, kind of thing. Yeah. A lot of the time, it is going to be something which is not agreeing with you. It was
1: like a massive struggle, and I'd be lying to say that it's not still like it still is like an uphill struggle. Definitely. But you just kind of start like it's just been a journey of Mm. understanding what works for me and what doesn't, and what bloats me, what me what doesn't um, and like i said when i'm eating um foods like whole foods i feel great um I so, any, you say Whole Foods. Food, you
0: like mean that. you mean by that just so they know. Anyway, um, like lots of vegetables and yeah. just like stuff that grows. Yeah, like meat. What about vegetables. your meat? Do you get like grass-fed meat? Or yeah, yeah, I try to get grass-fed meat. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. And do you yeah. eat much like red meat and stuff. Because there's always there's another myth in there how bad it is. For yeah, you, obviously yeah. Obviously, anything.
1: Honestly, I do. Yeah, yeah, same. yeah I do, um, and love it. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I try not to cut out anything that like doesn't. Um, like affect me badly. Okay. Yeah. Um and I really enjoy like all the foods. So yeah, yeah, um yeah, so that has been the struggle I suppose. But then so growing up, coming back to the fitness comp, that's why I never um, really did one because I could be eating like the most simplest clean foods and still get, like, bloated. And Mm -hmm. I mean, like, looking down at my feet and can't see them, no matter how lean I am, bloated. Like, it looks very creepy. (laughs) I look pregnant. But, yeah, yeah, so that really put me off, and my mindset was always, like, really unsure about that until last year. So last year is when I competed. Started prepping in about May, and I competed in the ICN fitness and sports model divisions. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did one show in... um, state in New South Wales and then I did nationals in Melbourne
0: oh wow so you've done like two comps how did you find how did you find the experience you learned a lot about yourself yeah I did yeah Yeah, a
1: lot a lot so it was really really good um of course I was very nervous for me my hardest thing i have been training for ages and stuff the hardest thing for me was getting up on stage um especially those heels and not falling off yeah yeah, exactly it must be hard (laughs) yeah so that was um a big thing to overcome for me but I'm so glad that I did um yeah absolutely Mm. loved it it was really good um Probably from the first show to the second, there was about four weeks in between. Must have been That was the hardest yeah, yeah. thing That's, I think yeah. I've ever done. Yeah, Trying to learn, stay yeah. lean and like... It's oh. savage.
0: I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't sue back to back, but that was like literally one week yeah. apart. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, we won't go too much into that because I've talked about... Um, I was going to go deeper into it because it's like, you know, yeah. it gets you excited talking about that. Yeah. I'm just going to try and relate this to listeners a bit more yeah. because... Um, only because I talked to Amy Fox about it, but... Yeah, so four weeks apart, man, that's a long time to go in between, though. Yeah, that's right. I was just going (laughs) to say, it's it's a bit, a tiny bit off topic, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but I wanted to, because I get a lot of females asking me, and I can, this is one thing I can't really answer because I'm not Mm a woman. Um, When it comes to, you said about bloating. Yep. without well, going too much into it, when it's your time of the month for example right, mm-hmm. the menstrual cycle mm-hmm. now I, I've, I've started reading books and stuff to learn more because like it just completely baffles me when yes. <laughs> I get clients Yeah, clients <laughs> got no energy whatsoever like and I know yeah. it, and I still everyone's different right so it's like yes. at different stages yes. and how does that affect you when you have that because like I have clients and they're like no matter what I eat yeah. or whatever I am just bloated and I feel horrible yeah. and they lose their strength and all the rest of it.
1: Yeah yeah so it's really um, important to uh, notice those times because like what you said everyone like has it completely differently Mm -hmm. um, with their monthlies and stuff like that Um, and it definitely affects your energy and how you're going to train also I think that one of the hard things is with um, like cravings and um, trying to overcome that and curb Mm -hmm. those cravings too like a lot of females struggle with it um, but it 's just something that I think again is really personal, um, and you need to just work with that person one on one to figure out like how they respond to that and how to overcome. Those issues and stuff like that as well. Yeah. So do you find you um, get
0: you get like bloated a lot though? Or yeah,
1: yeah, I do, but not like the food. Like no, it's no, just like yeah. That. No, I'm pretty lucky to be honest with you. Like yeah. I know a lot of females who get like really bad pain and literally are yeah. just out.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> out for
1: the count. Yeah. But any, anything
0: you anything yeah. you recommend in terms of I don't know if there's any like you don't really get it that bad then I guess. But to the point where yeah, you have to think, yeah. oh, I have to take this supplement, no, nah, this no. vitamin, or anything like that. No, you just manage it and not for don't me. overdo it. I guess as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, not for yeah. me. It's kind of just um, under like first thing I think is accept and understanding um, if you're one of those people that do kind of have that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like well, I'm kind of the same as you. I'm a pretty natural type person. Like yep. I probably wouldn't like go crazy with like recommending anything. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just a person to person basis. Yeah, exactly, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so it's really just so difficult. It should I think, body, and it? it's just about still, even though you're craving things, it's trying to keep your nutrition and eating the right things yeah. um, for like yeah,
0: that time as That's well. What, exactly. Yeah. Because a lot of us, when it comes to eating, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to talk too much about the uh, about that because I can't really relate to that too much. But it's like you know, when it comes to eating in general and, and whatever, a lot of it is habit again, right? Mm. So this is this is some message I'm trying to get um, across to people, and I do like intermittent fasting, uh, okay. fasting most days, which has taught me a lot about you know the signals in terms of when you're actually hungry. Yes. And uh, you know, the reality is, in these kind of countries, we don't really know what it's like to be hungry as such. Okay. Yeah. We've done shows and stuff, so we know. Most like to be hungry, but you know what I mean. Like um, most of us, um, most people kind of just eat out habit, and they get the cravings because their body they've got these bugs inside of them. You know, as we know how how, uh, complex the gut is. Yes, you know the the bugs are crying out. The bacteria inside them are crying out for whatever it is they're eating, whether it's sugar or Mm -hmm. you know processed foods and stuff. So, um, in terms of I wanted to bust this myth as well. In terms of eating like little and often, and that's another myth. Obviously, we've been uh, we've been fed with, but. Do you? How many times you eat did you, did you? Did you like have a pattern, or yeah. I mean?
1: Um, well, I kind of started eating more frequently when I was prepping, yeah. and um, I find that that actually really worked well with me because mm-hmm. um, I'm always hungry. I can eat a lot of food, yeah, yeah. Um, but. I would often, especially working in the law firm, I could get really busy at work and I could go like eight or nine hours without eating during the day Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I'd be starving and I'd come home and I'd binge and I would just sit there and eat so much food because I was starving. Um, So I think it's just, for me, I find that eating every two and a half, three hours works a little bit better because then I kind of satiate my hunger Mm -hmm. and I'm never like that really hungry, craving feeling because then if I get to that point, I yeah. always crave bad foods and yeah. I always like opt for whatever's closest. Yeah, and yeah, often, exactly. if I'm out or whatever, like you can't yeah. always make the healthiest choices. I yeah. yeah, so like it's good this day and age now, there's like a lot more options. Yeah. Um, you sometimes, but yeah.
0: sorry, but what I'll do now is like, because I know, whereas before I used to, when I wasn't very educated, I used to think I better eat something because muscle's going to fall off me. Yes. But, like when I didn't really uh, know what I was talking about. Um, but like, would you sometimes say you're out and about and mm-hmm. you get a bit hungry, because mm-hmm. obviously, with you, you're very lean as well, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we actually do get hungry when your body fats down quite low, you know? Yeah. But do you sometimes think, oh, do you know what? Like, I, I won't eat that because you've only got the only options you've got available, for example, might be some crap food. Would you sometimes just go, I'll just wait till later? Yeah. Or, yeah? Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah like, cool. if
1: there's something like, yeah, fast food or anything, like, it is hard with my, like, bloating in my gut and stuff, Mm. going back to that. um, Like, I have to be careful with what, like, fast foods or anything or Mm. take-out foods I am eating. Um, So, of course, yeah, and it's not, like... I would just wait till later if I like it. want to, cool. yeah, because that's completely fine. That's what I just
0: wanted to clear out because people always panic. They go, oh, "I better eat something. I better yeah. eat," because again, it's habit.
1: Yeah, it? and it's also it just comes down to lifestyle, and that's what I do with my uh, my online clients as well. Because there's no point. Say you're a nurse or whatever. Like, there's no point, and you only have like a certain um, time to eat, and you know that you cannot be snacking in between because you're like in ER. I don't know whatever you're doing. There's no point in me giving you a meal plan where you're eating every two hours if you physically can't do that. Like, no. oh, I'm just setting you up to fail so that's why with like all my clients I'll give them like a full schedule um, so they can say like when they can possibly eat and stuff and it's completely fine it just comes back to your lifestyle mm-hmm. and creating a lifestyle and nutrition plan and training program that can fit into your lifestyle otherwise it's never going to be achievable you're not going to stick to it of course yeah. So, it's be sustainable. yeah and at the end of the day like what you said you don't have to eat every yeah, yeah, like exactly. two hours you're not going to die yeah no you're not going to die so it's okay Great.
0: okay so yeah I, I know you've got to go now anyway so we will just wrap. It up um and just just a little um maybe just to summarize for the listeners um do you have any tips say for the average listener just because you're in shape all year round you know you're, you're very healthy as well uh, any tips for the listeners who you know they want to get in shape they want to get healthy mm-hmm. and they want to create like sustainable health yep any any tips could be anything at all that uh. you've got for the listeners
1: Start weight training. Yeah, thank
0: you. Here we are, lift start weights. Start weight
1: training, lift Even weights. Even women, right?
0: You can lift heavy weights. Yeah, does it look at the shape. Do it's it, fine.
1: do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so start lifting weights. Um, try to find something that you enjoy that makes you feel good um, from the inside out. Um, and stay really simple as well. So remember, stop falling off the bandwagon whenever it gets hard. Um, if you do have like a binge or something, draw a line under it. Just continue the same as you would the next day. Don't then... Yeah, don't then um, make yourself feel guilty or anything, Mm. and go into this big vicious cycle. Like that's completely normal. Everyone does it. Just get back on track the next day or just the next meal, whatever, and just continue on. I see too many people falling off the bandwagon and then never getting started again because they keep failing and stop looking at it as failing. You
0: hit that. (laughs) You hit the nail on the head. I feel like
1: there's a lot of tips. Yeah, Yeah, stop failing. Just keep going with it. Like stay consistent, persistent. You will get there.
0: Great. That was awesome. Yeah, the momentum. That's one thing I wanted to say. Yeah. Like people think they failed as soon as they do one bad thing or they have one bad day or mm. whatever. Oh well I might as well just write tomorrow off as well. But no, it's getting back yeah. on it the next day and just writing it off. Right? It's Simple more design. about
1: this is what I like. It's more about what you do. Um, than what you don't do exactly. so if you're like 7 days of the week or 6 days of the week eating well, lifting weights if you do go out for a cheat meal it's not going to ruin all of your no. progress Exactly. Um, yeah. so I think that people think that it's a lot harder than what it is yeah, so exactly. that really scares them off but it's That's not, it. it's just getting into routine being um, consistent, keeping that momentum and yeah the results do come
0: Awesome, thank you very much. Um, what was your, um, your Instagram handle again just for the listeners? Yep,
1: yeah, so my Instagram is Mickey Parker Two wise <laughs> and um, also you can search Mickey Parker or Mickey Parker Fitness on YouTube as well so you can have a look there.
0: Great, thank you very much. And uh, just to let you all know, I've got the 28 day challenge which is launched today. so um, go over to my website, click on uh, I've got the link in my bio on Instagram anyway. just go to martin-silver.co.uk and uh, you can purchase the plan on there. And yeah, that's it. It's a wrap. Thank you so much
1: for having me. Thank you,
0: Mickey.